We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's call it a good afternoon, everybody. Today is uh, Thursday, February 22nd. I am Bart Winkler. Welcome into the Winklerverse with two of the original uh, Avengers of it, Grant Bills and Paul Imig. A lot of MCU talk that I could get into. They're, Kane's da- dead. He, they, uh-huh. I, yep. It's fucked up. Oh, man. Um, you can catch this podcast on the Dan Shaney YouTube stream and also uh, YouTube. I said YouTube stream. The YouTube stream. And you can also catch it, obviously, Spotify, Apple, and Google for now. I believe Google Podcast is going away. So get it hmm. for now. They're like shifting to YouTube. Hmm. Google. Um, we are brought to you the by Tupelo Honey, which they've got a few things on the horizon. So with the seasons changing, the four seasons that we have in Wisconsin, summer, fall, January 18th, spring um, <laughs> winter is gone but with it becoming more spring-like they are doing a spring summer menu flip to give you more of the spring and summery taste of the southern fare that they offer so that's coming up uh, i believe mid-march and they've got their easter brunch reservations that are filling up they've got their weekend reservations if you're going somewhere for like march madness games or uh when big east tournament or whatever or if you want to get down, I will mention, maybe you want to get down there on Saturday before the Admirals go for their 19th straight win. So check them out. Tupelo Honey downtown, right across from the public market, other side of the soon-to-be-demolished 794. You can make your reservations, TupeloHoneyCafe.com. And we thank them for bringing you this episode. How are you, boys? Well, I mean, I'm doing great. I get to go to I get to go to lacrosse tonight, and I am just I am I am very excited. Well, it's for a funeral. <sighs> You're waiting. So you got okay. Your tone was like, "Ooh." Well, it's lacrosse, it, but it's a funeral, so that's what I'm I'm dealing with. But I'm I'm doing good. I'm doing excellent. How about you, Bart? No one asks. How are you? You don't worry about our guests. You always have to worry about us. How are you? No, too many people ask me how I am throughout the course of the show. You know, you have people yeah. that call and say, How is how's it going? And you try to train callers not to do that. Um, 
last week I heard JR in his final hour on the JR Sport Brief show. He goes, All right, I'm taking a call. Don't ask me how I'm doing. <laughs> Don't thank me for coming on. Just get into it. And then he goes to the guy, and the guy like froze because he didn't know what to say. Because he's like, What 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 do I do? What 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 do I do here? Um, and also what I've noticed is when I hate so whenever I did the show in Milwaukee, people would always be like, Hey, uh, thanks for taking my call. Mm -hmm. But on this new show, people are saying, Thanks for having me on your show. Mm. There's a very distinct difference, and I don't like it. I don't either. I'm glad I'm glad that you noticed this. You're, too. you're not a guest, you're a caller. You know, well, that's why I would I would never bring it up because if 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 you because I sound like a dick. If I'm like, well, right. I'm not having you on, you called me. This is not a I'm not having you on. You're on. I'm not having you on. There is a but it also it you know it's a little I'm glad you're here, but I can totally do this without you. I don't need it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, there was a the fourth hour of the Wednesday night show. I was talking college football and how I think you know the season's going to be really good. And I had a guy call in, and he made a point that I had not made about how when you're like a preseason favorite, like you kind of you kind of determine the playoffs just based on some dumb preseason poll. And yeah. then people have to, it's going to give more opportunity for these teams to climb up. And then he also made me think of another point of all the years that Wisconsin, you know, you get excited, but then they lose in September and the season's over. And that won't necessarily be the case anymore. So mm -hmm. I said, his name was Mo. I said, Mo, I'm not kidding. And uh, take this to heart. This is why I always advocate that sports radio is better with callers. Because you came in here with a great point and you got me thinking, which is it enhances the program. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to reference this call in the future when this comes up. Next segment, I took three calls. The worst three calls I've ever fucking taken. So I woke up. I woke up. One, saw guy, one guy talking about CJ Stroud dating Amber Rose. And instead of saying body count, he said uh, something else like, girlfriend resume or something weird it's like i don't know man paul what were you saying i saw your tweet this morning someone said to you like weird ending to the show and you're like you said and so the first thing i listened to when i woke up and had a moment was the last 15 minutes of the show because i wanted to see just how bad it was and you did bad. not undersell it. it it was really bad <laughs> bad some bad call and i heard and i heard most call which was a good call so that was confused because i like okay was like why this actually was a very good call and then yes and then it couldn't have gone worse after that yeah like it's not uh, pro programming note i will be competing with grant tomorrow <laughs> i'll be in for zach gelb on friday oh i'm off tomorrow so that'll be perfect oh great don't take this the wrong way uh because you know i you know <laughs> don't take this the wrong way but I, for the first time, I heard the Wednesdays with Winkler on the Zach Gelb show. I don't, I didn't know why I had been missing it. Right? Maybe I heard it one other time, like before you had a national perspective every night. So maybe I did hear it one other time. But like, you guys are really like that's that's good. That was a that's a good duo. Like you can't yeah. both be together because you both need to host well, your own shows. But like that was really good. Right. Like, but you said why this would he? 
why would he take that the wrong way? I, what I was gonna t- would take the wrong way is like that I hadn't heard it before. Oh, like that I was just hearing. Like you guys ever but, listen to it? I'm like, wow. we're not yet. Yeah, let's get something clear. We're not responsible to listen to Bart ever if we don't want to. They, like Paul treats us as like we can't miss a moment, so we're prepared for this podcast every week. That's <laughs> yeah. not true. That's not true. I I listen when I have time, like when nothing's going on, and I like it's great. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Like, I don't go back and check the tape the next day. Yeah, yeah. Like for all four hours, like I need to consume it. Yeah, no, I know. I, I'm always always doing research. Um, so, but so to take but, the compliment, but, but, Bart, you, but Bart, let me just say, okay, you've always said this though. You're a good host. You're a great guest. I'm a like, great guest. like so you just you always you, said this. You always said this. <laughs> you have. I know. I'm such a dick. But you've said it publicly. I'm not like airing private oh. messages. Like publicly, you're like, oh, I'm a great guest. And you are. But you're, yeah, good host, great guest. So at what He's point, a- well, you said I, I was good with Gelb. Yes. Um, people like us three together. Mm-hmm. I've gotten uh, people that say, oh, Bart, you and Nick Costos are really good together. Oh, you and Horvath are good. At what point am I just fucking elite? you are you are the common denominator here and when you're on with your guys at 670 the score that's always a very good segment well you got to know what your role is yes and you play you play the role very well when i go on there it's to get my ass kicked (laughs) punching bag (laughs) comedic punching bag and i think we can say that that is unanimously correct uh Anyway, Grant last Grant last Grant last night Bart couldn't say the word unanimously. Oh my God, four times he could not say unanimously. I couldn't. No, you couldn't. It was. <laughs> it was I enjoyed up. it. If I kept track of every word that Bart was close but not quite on over the course of every night, like I would have a hell of a list. But this one he paused because he was like unanimous. Unanimous. Unan- no, there was another. There was another one. A guy called in about that we didn't take on air it was uh something like i don't know i'll figure it out yeah i'm close enough close enough close enough all right let's should we start brewers i think that's it for the week good show great job i enjoyed it ready yeah grant sneaking suspicion this might be part of your show tonight Craig Council will never lose this community by deciding to work for the people who treat him better. He is one of us. Heck, he is the best of us. Mm-hmm. Or mm-mm. We don't have to go down this road. It was unplanned. No, it- I, I think it's I think it's uh look, we have we have friends at the Journal Sentinel. What what happened? This was written, this was written by a guy in Virginia. This was written by a guy in Virginia. This editorial that was published was not of even their knowledge. But when it got tweeted out, it got tweeted like there are there the journal sentinel account tweeted it and it says clearly on it opinion. And it's got like two engaged two quote tweets. And then the JS Brewers Twitter account tweeted it. It didn't say opinion and it's got like 500 quote tweets. <laughs> 150,000 150,000 views already like with not that much time having elapsed like the opinion section of a newspaper is fine it's one of the hallmarks of the paper right it's not new it's been around forever classifieds comics obits horoscopes tv guide 
The newspaper was was great. The TV guide. And the opinion, the thing with the opinion section is it's labeled opinion. If you don't label it opinion, then it doesn't look like an opinion. You can't, you don't, you don't put an opinion on the front page. And also, fuck that guy because he wrote like an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> the actual article is atrocious. It's pun here, zinger here. I think I'm Rick Riley here. Zing boom Terrell, especially mm. Terrell or something like that. I read it at 6 30. It was the first thing I did when I woke up today. Awful, I read that fucking thing. Because it was in every group chat. It's a just a, it's an awful piece of writing. It's it's again, it's like he's cosplaying as a writer. It's awful. It's like it's like he told his buddies, hey, watch this. I'm gonna get this in the newspaper as a parody. It's the only real explanation. And the guy lives in Virginia. And he probably has no idea that any of this conversation happened. That like he's he's not on Twitter. He's just some yeah. old fuck in Virginia. <laughs> that's like, well, I remember when Craig Council used to come to the ballpark as a young man. Why are they doing this to him? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna pen an editorial on it. <laughs> I think I think that, honestly the one part of it I think that was good, and not that anything that happens on social media is a good representation of society, but because all of the comments are just, this is the worst thing I've ever read. I hate this art. This is, it let me know because I have a couple buddies who are just like, like, dude, what's the big deal? Like back when council went to the Cubs and I was like, you guys, I was like, fuck this guy. And they were like, and, and they were confused by my, by my thoughts on it. What I'm relieved by to some degree is that this gets published and then you can say, oh, good. This it's not like the three of us live in a little echo chamber of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like, no, no. Like, OK, so what I, th- I think we're in the vast majority of like, no, this is not cool. And by the way, my favorite part about all of this, and we didn't know this in November when council first went to the Cubs, but the Cubs have since done jack shit in free agency. So it's like, oh, like and and and, you know. The Brewers have made some moves recently, including Brandon Woodruff that I want to talk about. Um, but I'm just I, so I enjoy the comments of it. I'm glad to know that that's maybe like the common sentiment is what the three of us have been saying now for a few months. Yeah, if there was any question as to whether people were over the council thing, like <laughs> people are not over the council. Well, and it's interesting because it was the biggest thing in the world in my life for like two weeks. The week that it happened, and then the week that he was introduced, and then it was football. And I kind of stopped thinking about it. And over the course of the football season, like when a little headline would pop up here or there, like in December or January, I would just be sitting in the studio and out of nowhere, I'd be like, that's right. Fuck that guy. Like, I've, we, like, I know we moved on to do football, but like everyone remember what council did and like refused to be okay with it. So I'm glad that that, uh, that, that line of thinking still persists and it just took some hack in Virginia to wake everyone up and wake brewers to wake the community up Mm -hmm. online. And look, if council doesn't go to the Cubs, I'm not saying they don't make all these moves, but the brewers have been in their bag. And then some this off season personnel, social media, like Murphy's deadpanning to the social media person with the camera in the locker room. Like what is that? What is like Jim Halpert style? (laughs) Like they are in their bag in Maryvale, right? Just at full court press every possible way. That's good. I think it lit a fire under this organization. It lit yeah, a fire under me. I've been more excited. I, I hate baseball. 
But now I don't anymore. Now I'm fucking pumped up. Stop. You don't. And we better boo call. council. We better boo council May 27. I'm still worried about that. Well, I mean, you can. We can. The three of us, and then those listening, we can do something about that. Winkler Fest 2024. Um. So, I mean, there's there's a way for us to actually. Influence. We better boo him. Uh, I live eight minutes from the ballpark, and I could go. Uh, uh, was, and and the was, good news, the good news is. And this is what I don't want to hear from Bart. There's plenty of parking. I wouldn't want to worry. You don't have to worry about the parking. Funny. I am going to try um, to be a part of uh, Nooner Day. I'm going to try to go to that. I, I did. I, the other thing I liked about the fact no. that this happened this morning. Nine to game? noon? Nine to noon goes to that Brewer game. Well, Sunburn Bowl is too expensive, but Nooner Day you might be able to pull off. Yeah, some because somebody tweeted at me the Nooner Day, and they go, oh, Bart Winkler show. And I go, Take me. I want to go. The one question I was going to ask, and Bart, I did not know how you how you were going to answer it, but you've kind of answered it. Uh, so let's just briefly touch on it. You are amped and ready to go, fired up for Brewers season, like ride or die, Matt, uh, Pat Murphy. Let's go, like baseball season. You're ready to talk about it. You're ready to live it. You're ready for this to consume your next, at this point, seven and a half months or longer. Mm-hmm or mm-mm on that. I didn't know what you were going to say, Bart. I think now I do know. But well, I, I'm no, still no, mm-mm, no, no. What the fuck are you going to do every day? I don't want it to consume me. I'll I'll like that it's a part of my day. Well, okay. okay. So you're taking the, the technicality of consume. But okay, okay. But no, I not the technicality. Like, well, we'll maybe I should, maybe I, maybe I should have said you're more. I'm going to have a lot, so I don't work during the day, so do I go to games? I would if I were near your shoes. How about this? You're, you're, want a beer and then I'm not going to want to. Yeah, how about this? You're more amped for this brewer season than you have been in at least, let's say, since 2018. Or maybe the 2019 because they were coming off of what no. was so close. Because you were no, like, you were like down, down, down on brewers for a few years. Like, I'm just like, glad like that... actively hated them or like seemed to be kind of maybe sort of rooting against them no i'm just glad that i uh still have it in me i i thought i after the playoffs i, I just baseball sucks but i still there's still the little burning desire to want to love baseball so it is still in me so yes when i'm you know doing the show i'll have the game on and yeah and I'll watch it. am i gonna dissect every move am i gonna i don't know um i'm gonna I clearly watch the games during the day, uh, we'll see how into it I get. Obviously, if they win a bunch, I do kind of like that. You don't really know what to expect. Like well, they could cool. win. Like let's say they win eighty-seven games. At 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 one point, it's not really like the Packers season. But if they win eighty-seven games, you'll be like, oh yeah, I get it. But you'll also be like, holy crap, holy cow, what? So yeah. there's an opportunity for this year to be fun, and. The Pat Murphy, I think, I think that's going to change the, just the whole vibe. Like we talked about that before council left Mm -hmm. is that maybe there just needs to be a change of like the vibe. Yeah. And uh, I hate that council went to the Cubs and I hate that he um, did that after pretending to be a brewer this whole time. But Mm -hmm. I like that he's gone. I like that he's gone. I like that there's something fresh. I think there's something to be said too for like you just said how so 
the Mike Budenholzer, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, Giannis, Brooke Lopez, Bucks. Like after they won the title, like, okay, cool. Like wake me up in mid-April, right? Like it was yeah. okay. Like there's games on. I'll, I'm gonna watch them, and like it's gonna be fine. And they're gonna lose, and we shouldn't overreact. They're gonna win. I'm not gonna overreact. I think that's kind of what the Brewers have been, and like you know, like the credit that they deserve is that as Yelich, I think I've heard him talk about this is a a great era. We don't have to call it anything more superfluous, but like it's a great era. They Grant, the, Grant. They, I know that's that's why. I, but golden age, golden age Brewers baseball. Th- there you go. Um, but like they have just ma- they've made making the playoffs routine. So this change to me is. Uh, and by the way, it doesn't mean that, that well, I, I would say making the playoffs has become the expectation. Um, but the, the this change, even though, like, look at the Bucks, this has been a very difficult Bucks week, <laughs> needless to say. Uh, it, didn't to it didn't have to be, it didn't not, need to be. Only, thank you, Bart. We took the words right out of my mouth, didn't need to be, but they self inflicted through comments, didn't even and, care, didn't need to make a big deal out of any of it, didn't need to. But there's no games happening, there's no football. It was a perfect time Ooh. to like make all of this. And by the way, it is on the court coming off of a loss against the GG Jackson led Memphis Grizzlies when Giannis and Dame all played and like, so it was, there was game action on top of that. Um, that was negative, but like, so my point is the change where it's like, okay, Budenholzer has gone. Drew holiday is gone. Well, there's Dame and there's this new rookie coach, Adrian Griffin. Oh, now they're going to change to doc. Like the change could, it's going to create roller coaster waves that we're unfamiliar with. Just like is like, that's why I'm, I'm comparing it to the brewers. Like maybe they're worse. Maybe they're better. The monotonous of 162 with like Council and Corbin Burns as your number one. Like, there's new stuff here. To, that's, I, I know, Grant, you look like you're disagreeing, but that's how I'm feeling about it. I just don't like that you're comparing Brewers baseball to the Bucks or to the Packers because I don't think in 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 football, at least when you're Super Bowl or bust every year, like I don't think you get to enjoy the ride. And at this point with the Bucks, I I don't know that there's a lot of enjoying the ride. Baseball is the enjoy the ride sport. So I think comparing the situation 20, that the Brewers are in to the Bucks or the Pat, it's apples to oranges, if we're being honest. 2018 Bart just absolutely. Ah, don't you say that. Yeah, don't say apples to oranges. And also, Bart, you were you were uh you had about two or three Mountain Dews when you called the postgame show in 2018 when they said, Well, yes, they just lost to the Dodgers, and yeah, they missed the chance to go to the World Series, but what a great ride it was. So, like, eh, I, I would have chosen my words differently than Bart did that night, but I agreed with him. Like I'm not going to look back favorably at 2018. I don't now. I didn't then. Like that was heartless. Well, I was not because it ended. I do. I I was in the locker room three different times. That was fucking awesome. awesome. It was what? Look, but it it was literally like it's like but it's like say okay yeah well little big league where Ken Griffey Jr. robs you know the the home run and and the Twins lose like it was a fun ride but then you lose in a in a terrible fashion so. Like there were good things about it, but I don't look back at it and think, wow, what a wonderful season. Like it ended it was an incredible season, but it ended in a way that takes where do you, away. That. Where do you get off? I know that the Brewers have done nothing but win the last couple of years and the, the floor has been raised. But when since when is Brewers fans, can we afford to turn up our nose at an NLCS appearance? I just I, I don't know where this is coming from. Paul. In, in, in the box score, in like the historical registry where it says 2018 NLCS. It's going to look great. Like I'll give you an analogy, actually, real quick. I just thought of this. Uh, now, how do you spell? Yeah, how do you spell? How do you spell media? 
Well, it begins with me. It does. So let me tell you a story. Um, it was like, I don't know, whatever year it was, uh, one of the years where the Packers lost in heartbreaking fashion. I think it was the Seattle game. That narrows it down. I think it was the Seattle, like, you know, 99% chance that Brandon Bostick, all that. I think it was that game. But the next day, exit interviews in the locker room, and Josh Sitton said something at the time, younger me thought was crazy, was I would have rather have lost by a lot. I would have, I would have rather have not made the playoffs. I'm paraphrasing what Josh Sitton said at the time. But it was like, so y- you were extremely close to making the Super Bowl. And, and you're saying, Josh, that like you would have rather just been a bad team. And so I'm kind of, that's kind of how I'm remembering the 2018 Brewers. Is like they were so, Bart, it's kind of like this, this story you talk about. Like it's hard being a Packers fan. Like people think like, oh, this is like, you're good every year. You're good every year. You, you always make the playoffs. Like, yeah, but you don't know playoff failure like I do, like we do. Well, it's to different. be fair, and this is it, a Dan Shaney YouTube stream moment. I don't remember much of the 2018 playoffs. That was against the Colorado Rockies, so that one was different. <laughs> I, I don't know. Who, sleep, I was not sleeping. I do not know who took that picture. <laughs> I was not sleeping. That led to the biggest Bart-Chuck fight, I think, that ever existed. Which was the day that it got reviewed. There was that it wasn't there was a website that was doing reviews of shows and they listened to that day oh really <laughs> yeah probably oh, and i played i played his review once during a best of and people were like what the fuck is this all right any other thoughts on this oh just that i think baseball is the enjoy the ride sport i think it is so like you can say that the season ended poorly but I mean, it's also taking place in the summer when we're just much happier and like, I'm just happy to have it on. Like, I'm not, I'm not excusing the Brewers failures and saying that it's okay just because I enjoyed the ride of the season, but I think it is different from football and, and the Buck season right now in that regard. I think, I think nothing makes me appreciate that baseball's around the corner, that there's going to be a game on six and a half nights a week, you know, like on average 27 nights a month. Then this past week in which there's been no Bucks, no Brewers, obviously no NFL, no NBA, at night, man, like, thank goodness for my friends on TNT from 7 to 9 Central on Wednesday nights that I had something to watch. AEW. All right. Um, it's on TBS, Paul. Oh, yeah. Dynamite's TBS. On, Dynamite's on TBS. It's hard when you do YouTube TV. Like, it's weird now. Like, you know, I don't have channels. I just go to my, like, library and it's there. But, yeah, you're right. Um, I would like to just uh, remind people. That one way to enjoy baseball more is to take a gummy during it. Happy Place Hemp. The promo code is BART. You get 25% off each and every order. You may ask yourself, BART, didn't you start talking about that promo code a year and a half ago? How on earth is it still applicable now? To which I say, it just is, you shithead. Damn it. <laughs> 25% off. Happy place hemp. You got your gummies. Your uh you can do the balm, the tinctures. There's also just like CBD if you're looking for CBD. If you've got, oh my arm hurts. That might work. 
Um, it may or may not have cured my gout. I don't know. Remember when I had You may or may not gout? have had gout in the first place, not to chime in, but we're still not totally sure about that. No, I definitely had gout. That fucking hurt. <laughs> it was bullshit, too. Because every week a new thing would hurt. And then the CBD came along. Uh, also, the drinks that they have made with 1840 Brewing, the seltzers, it does have CBD and THC in it. They have those available at Ray's and Tosa, where uh, good buddy Brennan Schultz used to work. Also, uh, you can get them at Happy Place Hemp in the location of Muskego. You can order them online, free shipping after you get your third. So if you get three, four packs, then they'll ship them for free. They're a little heavier than the normal gummies that you might buy. But check them out. Uh, as I've mentioned, it's been great. The uh, CBD, CBN ones to help me sleep. So appreciate them. Happyplacehemp.com, promo code bar, 25% off every order. Yes, shitheads. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Segway that would have um, built off of the enjoy the ride portion. And I like, first off, aside from all of the unnecessary podcasts and comments that Bucks people made during the playoff or during the all-star break. But the one thing that I really liked other than of course, Damian Lillard winning the three point contest and the all-star game MVP is that something, and you know, maybe this is former journalists looking at narratives and whatever else that could very well be true. But what I liked is that after the all-star game was Lillard was MVP Shaq said, you know, Dame, I don't have a question for you. I have a statement. If you guys, don't win the championship and you fail. Like there's only three people who are going to get blamed you doc and Giannis. 
And Dame was like, it shouldn't, it shouldn't, by the way, I would say it shouldn't take, you know, someone like Shaq to make that comment for that to matter. So maybe it's meaningless and I'm thinking more of it, but on the, on the topic of enjoying the ride or expectations and how that affects the viewing experience, it had me at least wondering, uh, at least in the context of comparing it to Brewers, anything short of a championship this season is a failure for the Bucks, Mm-hmm. Or mm-mm. is it championship or bust? Um, it depends on who you ask. I'm I asking say, you. I would say I would I would say a championship uh, is okay if they don't win this year, but they win next year. I agree with that. Now we won't know that obviously, but yeah, I do agree with that because I, as we talked about recently, I've been a they're going to win one of the next two. Mm-hmm. I've been that guy. But I, I again, I, guys, I really. I've unfollowed a lot of people, um, and one guy made one guy heard the podcast, and then, then I unfollowed him, like because I saw his tweet later, and then he goes, "Oh, big, big, mighty guys unfollowing people that don't agree with them," and I'm like, "Okay, maybe I'll follow this guy back. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong." So I looked at his Twitter, and the the most recent tweet was. At Damian Lillard, fuck you, bitch. You make no. more threes, asshole. No. I'm like, well, what? I'm not following this. Condoning this. So, Mm-mm. but it's also like, and then and then, you know that Dame video that was ten seconds where he said Bam Adebayo. Mm-hmm. One guy who I think is an incredible. What word do I want to use? I very much dislike this man. Uh-oh. Kevin O'Connor of the ring. I, I, I do feeling, not like this man. I had a feeling you might not. Just, just I think, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes Three sense to me. tweets. How are we feeling about this, Bucks fans? After ignoring us for a decade. One thing that's going to rile us up. He, he jumps on I just am annoyed but, by but, Kevin but, O'Connor. But, but, this is what we, this is what we, isn't this what we wanted? What? Everyone ignores Milwaukee. <laughs> no, I turn on these shows. No one's ever talking about Milwaukee. I say, guys, cause there's no drama here. It's mm-hmm. just a good team with a good player. Now there's drama. Now only everybody's talking about Milwaukee. And if you look at the NBA standings, uh, Grant, sorry to interrupt. No, go ahead. I, I did do this the other day. Um, let's look in the West. You got the Timberwolves. What are people saying about them? Good things. Thunder, Clippers, Nuggets. Even the Suns, who people were shitting on earlier, are now a dark horse to win the finals. Top five teams. Oh, oh, wow. Incredible stuff. Celtics, Cavs, Knicks, even the Sixers. Oh, they'll batter through MB. Everyone's saying good things about every team except for us. But isn't this what we wanted? To be talked about? To be relevant? It's Bucks versus the world. That's what Doc's got to play this week. Now, the problem is, is... Doc kind of created a lot. It's kind of Doc's. A lot of it is Doc's fault. It is. But that's the message this week. No one. No one thinks. No one. No one thinks we. What, what I have no to believe. What I have to believe. I have to believe this is that Doc did this intentionally. Like he's trying to create an environment, an atmosphere. I, I, like I know, like you know, a JJ Redick and others will say, "Well, he's he's not taking accountability, and he's not whatever." Like there has to be a method to this madness. It is madness. There has to be a reason. They're just—he's ha- too experienced. He, know, he should know what he's doing more than just having this be like 
off the cuff remarks. Like I would, I have to believe this was purposeful. I have to, because if it's not, I don't think there is. I don't. I don't think it's purposeful. I just. I just don't think he cares. This is. This is my thing with Doc. Is everyone's like he's skirting accountability. I don't think that's it. I just think he's being one hundred percent honest, which as a coach you cannot do. You know what I mean? Plus, and I mentioned this earlier this week on my show. Like Matt Lafleur comes to the podium, always takes accountability. We hate it too much. We're like, oh, well, well, okay. So you want a coach to walk the line of sometimes blaming his players and sometimes taking accountability and, and blaming himself? Well, like you, you don't. You don't want them to be Rick Pitino, like. You saw those. Yeah, like, I guess my point is everyone's mad that Doc is like, well, my players were in Cabo. They obviously were. I need to do a better job. I Sure. But then we get mad at Matt LaFleur when he does that. So I, I don't know what fans want yeah. all the time. Well, I'm, I was OK with the Cabo comment. I, I was less comfortable with I <laughs> I asked him, what are you even doing? Why are you doing this? Like, OK, <laughs> why and do I you want to hire me? And by the thing is, like, I like Doc, the media guy, because of the stories he's willing to openly share. He's good at like he's good at I like that. Like that's for me. That's yeah, I want to listen to that. Are we experiencing Sean Payton 2.0? Were you sorry he was in broadcaster mode? Are we getting is that what uh, we're getting? Yeah. And why is JJ Reddick so pissed? His profile is risen because Doc's out of that chair. He gets to call NBA finals. By the way, it could be absolutely miserable having Reddick call Doc Rivers Bucks finals games and whatever else. That could be. He's so oh, honestly oh, Celtic series on ABC with Doris it's and Reddick. Reddick. <laughs> oh. I don't know if they have the East this year. They alternate, but Bart, you might remember this years ago, but I, I, me- I remember talking to you about this, but um, I haven't done it in a few years, but I used to uh, on the settings on my receiver for the audio, I can turn down different channels and there would be certain announcers. I don't do as much anymore because I listen typically with my headphones in. But um, by the way, is that, is that normal? Did anybody do that? I, no, do I you do you do anything casually? Do you no. do? Is there a oh. single thing in your life you just do casually? No, there's not. Interesting. I'm balls. If I'm doing it, I'm all in. How do you you listen to the TV with headphones on? Yeah, with AirPods in through the Apple TV. Like you can connect the through the. It's I like it more. I like it more in my ear than that. But anyway, that aside. Um, Grant and I turn, are both just frozen. Well, I, is that is that I mean, they're, also by the way, it's quieter. So I'm also trying to be a good family member. You know that there's not the roar of the crowd and announcers. So I'm also trying to be respectful. That's a part of it, but I do actually enjoy it more from an auditory experience in my ear. Um, but you can turn down the channel, and this would be, I think, a thing where, uh, like, if it's a Doris Burke and JJ Reddick calling like a Buck Celtics game. I won't be able to put the headphones in because I'm going to have to turn down the channel where the announcing voices come through because I will I will not be able to. I won't. And it won't be fun on mute because I want to hear the crowd. So I can't. I don't want to do that either. But yeah, that'd be miserable. Interesting. 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 Yeah, All right. Nothing wrong with that. I just I just felt like I learned a little bit more about Paul Limig and that's cool. I always appreciate that. I do. I, li- I mean, and, and this is obviously this is both a strength and a weakness. But yeah, I don't do anything half or three quarters. I'm either really, 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 really into it and very passionate about it, or I just don't do it. No, but even like normal stuff, you find a different way to do. Like what? Like watching TV. Like literally watching like TV watching for starters. <laughs> like, like the thing you just mentioned that made me say that. I thought maybe you had other examples. All right, for no, those listening, so, someone else, either because you're just trying to be a good family member in your household or because you enjoy it more, someone else is listening like, oh, yeah, I put my AirPods in. 
Well, but like like watching like watching a game three days later on DVR. That's very weird. That's very the immediate. moment is past. It's pat. It's past. You're but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not there for that. I'm there to. Yeah. No. I. It's you, weird. I that that one I acknowledge. That's a weird. You watch one. sports like most people read books. Like I can't get to the the next one until I've seen this. But it was three days ago. At this point, just screw it. Read a, a an AP article and then just get ready for the next one. But you're like, no, I must continue on the path of the lore of the 2024 bucks. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. That's how. Yeah. That one I agree with. Um, let me ask you, uh, let's get one more in, if we could, Grant. Um, and this is a uh, unique one. Uh, I'm going to rule out the Super Bowl, and I'm not sure if I should rule out the NBA Finals. So at the moment, I'll let you answer the NBA Finals. I will not let you answer the Super Bowl. But if it's an obvious NBA Finals answer, I'm going to say you can't say it. This is on the this is on the heels of Daytona. The, the sporting event that's not the Super Bowl, and by the way, it can't be your team. So if I want to see the Brewers in the World Series, you're not allowed to do that. It would have to be two random teams. The sporting event that's not the Super Bowl and that does not involve your team that you would attend first, your first choice, would be the Daytona 500. I'm just going to say Daytona 500. I don't know what you guys are going to say, but for the sake of mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I'll say you would choose the Daytona 500. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. No, I think mine's pretty easy. It's, it's the World Cup. Yeah. I almost ruled that out, too, because I thought that might be – but that's a very bar. Okay, but then you know what second is? Uh, WrestleMania. No. Yeah. Mine would have used to have been WrestleMania. Now Daytona I'd say it's all in at Daytona Wembley. Daytona 500. Um, Wait, what, yeah, so give me your maybe give me your barometer on this. Well, no. I So I would like to attend a race someday, like a NASCAR race. Because I used to grant uh, tape races at the Lacrosse Speedway. Oh, really? So I, when I worked at UPN, KQEG was UPN. Mm-hmm. And I would go in there and I would do the tape deck, and I'd have to edit commercials into the. You would get like a thirty-minute syndicated show of like Jack Hanna's Animal Rescue, and then I would. I, to insert the commercials, I'd have to record from one VCR to another. It was wild and fucking awesome. And then to play live programming, we put in a VCR and press play. Wow. So then I'd call my buddy and be like, turn on channel five or whatever. And then I just pause the TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then on Saturday nights, um, well, we never taped anything live. It was always... We would do high school basketball games that then would tape. We would air them the next day. And then with the race, we would air them the next night as well. And so I went to that lacrosse speedway like 15 different times. Uh, and so I like that. But in terms of like Daytona, I mean, well, not Road America. That's different. But like a, an oval track, I, I'd go to any race. I don't, I don't know that the Daytona 500 as a fan would be any different than the one this weekend in, in Atlanta. Hmm. Racing's really hard. I talked about this this week, but you can just you can just you can not be winning the whole time and then just win. It's like yeah. baseball. Yeah, a little bit. Like the Diamondbacks. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what I would. You know, I'm tempted to actually say the Big Ten tournament. In high school, I like I had buddies. We would always watch college basketball together. 
And we said, one day I want to go to Indianapolis because it was always in Indianapolis at the time. Like, I want to go down there for a couple of days and just watch like basketball games all day, every day. Like there's fewer games as the tournament goes along. I think that would be really fun. It would be like the state tournament for basketball, except, you know, a level up. And that doesn't really exist the next level up. Like there's not really that there's no version of that in professional sports. Well, well, you could, I mean, the summer league, NBA summer league, like, Oh, that that's a good one. I didn't think about that. Yeah. 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 Also those games suck and the players suck though. That's the problem. Yeah, I mean, but you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, if you went to one summer league game, you'd be like, Ugh. but I think like summer league is something you go to 10 games in two days. Well, we're and then it's games. more of like the cumulative of the, by the way, I didn't think of that one before. Just as you were saying what you said, I thought of the summer league, that one would be high on my list for sure. Maybe a well, golf and, tournament, maybe the masters, but masters would be cool. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be low on mine. Like I would say as someone who doesn't really, I kind of sort of have a hockey team in the NHL, the lightning is my team. Um, but it's not the same, but like going to NHL Stanley cup final would be very high on my list. Um, Daytona would not have been on mine until my dad went and sent me these videos. And I'm like, Oh, okay. I don't think I want to, but I wouldn't be invested. Like it'd be it's something, it's something you go to for 30 minutes. Like, oh, that was unique. That was cool. But I wouldn't care. So maybe that'd be more. I don't like know. when I was in Atlanta, uh, for a morning show boot camp, and the Braves were playing, so I went to the Braves game for 30 minutes just to say that I went, and then I left. I wouldn't do that. The would... the, pro- the problem with this is is when you get to a certain level, it gets it gets corporate. Like the Super Bowl loses a little bit of touch, and I think the national championship game does, and the Final Four because you're playing it in a football stadium, and it's been. What would be really cool is if you could go to the Iron Bowl. Or like Red River when Oklahoma and Texas are both really good. Like that would be an yeah. environment that would be really cool. Yeah. Um, more so than I think a college football playoff game. Cause then you're in like Jerry world and like, yeah, that would be cool, but it wouldn't be like, it, it feels more like a television product in a big event more than it feels like a college football game. So like one of the SEC about, rivalry games would be cool. Thinking out loud. What about like a Duke, a Duke, North Carolina basketball game? Yeah. Yeah. No. Michigan, Ohio state football. Yeah, those. no, Bart, how come it's so anti that one? That would be just a crazy environment. Yeah, no. I don't like that rivalry. I think it sucks. Okay. But also, what uh, the gym is just so small. Fuck, I'm not, fuck I'm that not, rivalry. That's why. And Grant, kind of, on the, kind of on the heels of your uh, Big Ten tournament example, I did get to cover one NCAA tournament, um, and my media credential was floor seats. And it was – I don't even like college sports, really. I mean, it's fine. It's not It's not my thing. Um, but I loved it. Like, it was – I was like, I Whoa. hated it. I, I hated it. Really? Yeah, because there was there's other games on. See, I, and I ended up not. I I hear what you're saying. I ended up not minding because it was, um, it was just it was just it was just fun. It was just a cool environment. Um, by the way, I, the one that I was at, the big deal there was Jared Sullinger, Ohio State, and he was supposed to be the guy, and also there and was not that big of a deal was Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> But it was like, oh, whatever, Kawhi. No, Jared Sullinger. He's the guy. Like that's the guy you tank for Jared Sullinger. Um, a guy who John Hammond, former Bucks GM, absolutely adored as a prospect. And then um didn't happen much with his career. So wait, give me your number one. The World Cup is barred, so I'm gonna eliminate World Cup. Give me your number two. Is it WrestleMania? Oh yeah. Do you have to be close or do you just have to be there for this to be number one? Uh, for Mania, I would just have to be in the building. 
Just in the bail, just in the building. Okay. Grant, where'd you settle? I might say Big Ten tournament. That sounds really okay. fun. In a year, well, it depends. Some of the some of these like college with college sports, there's so much ebb and flow with when the teams are good and when there are star players, right? So so that yeah. would be a factor. But Big you know what I'd love to go back really to cool. is Bucks games during COVID. Uh. Oh, you had so much room. What about a Packers game with you being one of five hundred? That would suck. That would suck. You know what would be really cool is I I'd love to go back to some Johnny Davis lacrosse central on Alaska matchups. Those were those were Ooh. fucking unbelievable. Huh. High school basketball when things really align, it can be it can be really cool. Mostly, what about, I could, I could get back to those Bronson Canning Aquinas games. Ah. Or that I, I tweeted about it the other day. I saw when lacrosse central, when Johnny Davis is the peak of his powers play mini haha Academy, which was Jalen Suggs and Chet Holmgren and oh. a bunch of those guys. That's the coolest sporting event I've ever been to. Oh, so you, you saw, so who is with Johnny Davis then on central? Yeah. Anybody uh, else? Well, his, brother his brother, Jordan, yeah. uh, Tristan Thompson, who went on to play, I think at green Bay. Not um, Tristan Thompson then, of the Kardashians or the Cavs. No, in fact, his name's Terrence Thompson. I always did that okay. during games, which is a problem. And now I'm I'm reminded of that. Um, no, they were just an amazing team. Uh, and but, then to see them go up against a bunch of guys who are now in the NBA. But Chet and Suggs had to have destroyed that team, no? No, it was it was it was a fucking unbelievable game. Johnny really? Davis had like Johnny Davis had like forty points. It was so oh it was it wasn't like final possession close, but it was within like five points into the final minute. It was sick. So, Nobody can make free throws. I remember none of the lacrosse hunter guys oh, wow. can make free throws. Speaking of which, I wish I, I, live, I wish I could live two lives at once. Like one where That'd I was living great. this life um, with, but then another where I was living still with my family, but I worked train in lacrosse and was just, just could just worked at nine to five there and just lived in lacrosse. You could just fuck off. Oh. That's what Grant wants too. He just wants to live in lacrosse. I do, but just Grant, not, did the, the, did the Wizards the just, as someone who obviously saw a lot of Johnny Davis, did the Wizards just destroy him? Like, did they just permanently disable his ability to shoot normally and be confident? Like, what what happened? Well, I don't know. He had a kid. Normally, that's like maybe that. I thought that was supposed to make you better, but it seemed. Hey, like don't tell him to say the f word, or you'll have guys facebooking you. <laughs> um, I think the was, word you that's... used was correct. Gall. Uh, the gall of this guy. I don't know. Ask Toby. I don't know. It happens all the time. Like, I don't know that his jump shot was great, but now I see clips of it. I'm like, holy shit, they made it worse. Yeah. I'm going to tell I don't know. I think, I think, I think NBA teams get so bent out of shape getting their guys to shoot the right way. Yeah. Like, it's just do what works. You know what I mean? If it's worked Mm -hmm. for him all the time, look at Hal, look at Halliburton. Halliburton's got a weird shot. They didn't change it. It's working just fine. No, Patrick Baldwin Jr.'s on the Wizards. Really? I don't think I knew that. All right, Grant, you can be dismissed. By the way, Markel Fultz is another guy who they destroyed his jump shot for no reason, broke him down to nothing. He's repairing his career nicely, but, like, I don't know why they do that. All right. Well, it's nice to see you both. I do have to run. Bye, Grant. Goodbye, gentlemen. Listen to the Wisco Sports Show on the Madison Zone Sports Broadcast System. You do this on purpose. It's not that hard. It's not that what is hard. It? The Zone Sports? The that why you can't say that and think that's actually what it is. That doesn't make any sense. Sports Network, ZSN. It's the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. It's the Wisconsin Sports Zone. It's not hard. It's it's not hard. 
Do you wish your show had your name in it? Well, I guess it does with Grant Bills. I don't really give I don't really give a shit. If we changed it to the Grant Bills show, it would be it doesn't really matter. It doesn't come on. It doesn't really matter. Like you changed the Bart Winkler show to complete logo. It is a good logo. It's been this it's been the same one. Always. Nothing's ever changed. It's still got the 2018 on it. I just I don't know. I'll keep it. So Bart, we're gonna see you both. I'm gonna gonna go have a beer at on Third Street for you, Bart, this weekend. Son of a bitch. It's gonna cost you. Is it is it is it more sensitive to do it before or after a funeral? <laughs> what's better? What's what better? time's a funeral? Uh, well, I'm going to the visitation technically in the evening. Oh, you got to get a bloody probably, Adele's probably. at least. <laughs> I can get a bloody before and then a... You're right. I'm going to... Yeah. We'll sandwich it. Uh, we'll go before mm-hmm. and after. You yeah, guys perfect. talk some wrestling. Uh, well, I'll see you both Well, no, I don't want to talk wrestling with Bart. Uh, bye. Uh, Bart, we'll bye. do the Bart meter though. Yeah, you love the Bartometer. I, I, I want, I'm curious what I want to hear how you're going to do this. I'll save your ass again this week and remind you that the Bengals should be in there. I just want to tell people that on uh, Tuesday, I told a story that I say, fuck with my son. And we laugh. And it's a really nice bonding moment. And, <laughs> it is. and some guy messaged me, found me on Facebook, said, I'm very disappointed in you, lost respect for you as if he was my dad. I said, the gall that you have to tell me how to raise my child. And he said, an even more disappointing response. Oh. And I said, likewise. (laughs) And he said, I'll leave it at this. You even said on the show that you don't want your wife to know. Bitch. I am doing a radio show. I am entertaining you. Who knows that it's even true what I say. Criticize my sports takes, criticize my voice, criticize my inability to say common words. But don't you, yeah. th- this is where some people would be like, don't you ever talk about my son? He's not. He's talking about me. Keep but my son's name out your fucking mouth. All right. This week's Bartometer is going to be which franchise is the most tortured right now in the NFL? Which franchise is the most tortured right now? Okay. Which franchise, if you're a fan of, are you like, fuck this? <sighs> I can't say that, but. Okay. Most tortured fan bases in the NFL. Okay. I'll give you my eight, uh, and then you can ask me where other teams are if you want. I'll tell you why they're not in. Um, okay. Can I name, let me, let me name a few real quick. That just immediately come to mind. That I'm just, I'll just be curious if they're in there. on the list or not. Yeah, yeah. I'll just, I'm just curious if they're even in there. Washington has to be very high. No, um, they're not in. They're not in. What? New ownership, feeling of optimism. I get. Okay, good counterpoint. Okay. Uh, the Jets have to be high. Jets are definitely in. Yeah, Jets have to be very high. It's not the Bears because they have the number one pick and they have a good prop on their hands with fields. So not optimism. The whole world's their oyster. Yep, I'm I'm with you on that. Um, this stuff. Hope Springs Eternal. There's a lot of there's a lot of teams that could feel okay right now. I'm gonna say the Browns. You're stuck with Deshaun Watson. Like you're you're good, but you're not good enough. Are the Browns in there? I wouldn't think they'd be top five, but I think they'd be in there. 
I didn't put him in, but I could take a team out to put him in. Okay, so you like the suggestion. Um, I think the Cowboys have to be pretty high. No, Cowboys are not in. Why? Because their fans are too stupid to understand. <laughs> so you're saying they should be in, but the fans, okay. That's yes. that's that's a comedic. I like that. I like that. Um realize I don't think that, I don't well the, okay. The Eagles just won a Super Bowl recently or wait, went to a Super Bowl. I don't have the Eagles in. Yeah, I don't I don't think they should be. I don't think the Dolphins should be. I mean, I know you kind of have a weird Tua thing and you're stuck with that contract, but like I don't think that's tortured fan base. The Texans would you like to hear it? No, I want to see who I this is hard. I want to see who else if I can the Panthers have a terrible owner and might have totally like made a terrible 10-year mistake by going with Bryce Young over CJ Stroud. Carolina's in the top five, right? I'll tell you in a minute. It could be the Giants, it could be the Vikings. I don't. I mean, the Falcons. I think have reason for optimism. The Raiders have a new coach that the people that the players like. Maybe it's Denver because you don't really have a. Uh, okay, let's hear it. I'm I'm curious. Um, I don't think the Packers should be. If we were still stuck with Rodgers, I think the Packers should be. Hey, in fuck no. I'm saying. I'm saying. Like, but a year ago, like or two years ago, I would have said the Packers are in the top five. But it's. That's okay. Go ahead. And then I don't know the 49ers because they always they can't quite get over the hump and Shanahan can't win even if he's up double digits in the Super Bowl. All right, go ahead. So I I, think I don't have the Lions in here. Should I have the Lions in? No, why? Because they lost bad. No, I mean I, I would I would I would be very optimistic if I was a Lion more than I have been 30 plus years. All right. Uh number eight is the Minnesota Vikings. You want to they give me a quick... have no direction. Very little hope. And now everyone else in their division has promise except for them. Okay. I like that. Yep. Good argument. Number seven is the Giants. Yeah. Just because they're kind of stuck with Daniel Jones and their coach sucks. They're going to, you know, yeah. But the Giants, We're... good on the Giants. Because they made, they find reasons. They find a Tommy DeVito who, I'll mention this and people won't know, he was their Sam Congato. You're right. In Gato, we trust. Yeah. Uh, number six is the Steelers. Yeah. I think that's fair. The Steelers I are almost... because they have not had a losing season under Mike Tomlin, yet they don't yeah. give a fuck about that. They are just very heartbroken that they've never, that they haven't been back in 15 years. Yeah. I guess that's fair. Have they not been back since 2011 against the Packers? No. Hmm. Okay. Uh, number five is the Bills. That's so a cool. Sell me on that. Well, every Bills fan grew up knowing about their previous generation's heartache. Yeah. And thought, fuck, it might get bad again, but it'll never get that bad. And now it's like getting that bad. No, it's not. They can't beat the Chiefs. But they have a young superstar quarterback. Who can't win? That's not fair. Number four is the 49ers. I think I mean I think that seems about right. Number three is the Panthers. Uh, okay, who's ahead of them? Jets and number one is Atlanta. 
Oh, what? Why? Because the amount of people that have called and referenced 28 to 3, they are not over it. No, what? Just as it is like how we feel. I think it's like how we feel about the Seattle NFC Championship game. Sure. Multiplied. Because it was the Super Bowl. And then it had this this happened. The so I think I'm right on this. I'll have to double check. That year, that was a long time ago. That was like 2015. Or 2017. Here, let me look. But it was also the last year the Jets made the playoffs. Hmm. That that Super Bowl was 2016. They made the playoffs the next year, but lost. And then they've been seven and nine, seven and nine, four and twelve, seven and ten, seven and ten, seven and ten. Now they do have reason for optimism. Yeah. Um, if they want to talk themselves into it, but 28-3, just when you thought it was over, with Shanahan being in the Super Bowl and blowing it again, yep. with possibly trying to get Bill Belichick, yep, they have relived it again. Sure. So currently, Atlanta, I'm putting it number one. Let me ask you this. I don't know if this should be part of the Bartometer's. The Bartometer also does factor in reaction it may get from different fan bases that have it's all that it's all, all part of the algorithm but mm-hmm. on a scale of one to ten like i would say like jets fans are a 10 out of 10 in terms of passion slash crazy like they just they're they are die hard jets fans i think of a jets fan i think of like they love the jets they hate the jets but they love the jets I don't think as I don't think of Atlanta fans in general, like people in the like Braves, uh, like Hawks. Like I just don't think of them as being like more than a six out of ten on the passion scale. Is that unfair? And if it isn't, does the well, barometer? The, pro- the problem in? is that Atlanta is like it's an SEC town. Yeah, more so they people, have other more people care about the Braves. Um. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge I'm gonna I'm gonna call in and and tell you that's I think that's a that's too high. Uh, Jets got to be above the Falcons. Well, that's what the barometer is doing. All right, whatever can kill a segment, Paul. You know that. Yeah, but even better is if, which is what you're trying to do. I think it's like if it kills three segments because you get a bunch of calls from Atlanta. What about wait? Um, any consideration toward the Ravens? They have a two like they have a two time league MVP. No, Zay, Zay Flowers like yeah. maybe Zay Flowers completely maybe they lost. Nine. You can put him in at nine. You can put him in at nine, ten. I mean, what what I did just to pull up a quick list is I sorted the NFL standings from this past season just to quick pull up a list of teams, and the Ravens were the only thirteen win team. Um, what number did you have Dallas at? You didn't. No, I don't know. They're not in. That doesn't make sense to me. I think the I, I if I was a Bills fan, I would feel just fine. I could put. Uh, I don't. I put the Cowboys in, but I like the I like the the bit too much. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> All right, fine. The barometer is its own thing. And then uh, next week, you're going to play voicemails. Do you want in on that or no? Uh, no. I'm going to listen to it later, of course. But uh, you do that. Uh, and then next week we'll do the NBA player duos that 
Zach Gelb didn't mind doing what you you had thought was too much work. I have destroyed this thing. Is that what you're sitting on? Well, what I'm sitting on is my chair from Fast Lane with Goldberg on it. Yeah. <laughs> but then I worn out that pad, so I have one of these. Ah. Uh, stadium seats. Yes. Here are some of the sponsors of the Brewers. What year do you think this is? This is 70s, right? Or 80s. Yeah, seven, no, 70s. Yeah, 70s. Um, American Hampton Bank. Midland National Bank. Mitchell Street State Bank. Bank of Commerce. Oh, it's, these are all just banks. Never mind. Does the Cedarburg State Bank still exist? Does the New Berlin State Bank still exist? What about... Colonial State Bank in Thingsville. Uh, I don't I don't know. How about Farmers and Merchants Bank in Menominee Falls? Hmm. You can buy your tickets by phone at the stadium or by mail. Can you imagine <laughs> sending the brewers a check for tickets and then a week later getting tickets? That's fucked up. I very, very, very much miss hard copy tickets. Oh yeah. I'm that's that's the worst for me. That's like the biggest, like oh you, you know you're, well, we're just gonna send them to your phone. Like no, I want a, I want my ticket. Oh my fucking ticket! I want to hold oh the ticket. I want to keep the ticket. Give me a ticket, a physical ticket. Well, now teams are like, oh, you want a ticket? You can buy one. Yeah. Would you like to convert your digital copy? Into a printed. I got I have pretty much every ticket I've ever used in a box right over there. I do too. I, I have many of them. Mm-hmm. When I would print them out and and use it doing that way, still have those. Wait, what do you mean? Like like you'd get like it emailed to, to you? Yeah, like uh, when I went to a Packers Titans game in Nashville, I have that ticket printed out. Just like you printed on your printer, and then you kept the yeah okay. That's not as cool. No. All right, bud. All right. Be well. Talk to you later. Bye, Paul. Bye. Uh, One more segment of the show that will be voicemails. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let us do some voicemails from Carl's Place. Carlovet.com backslash Bart. Use that link. If you just go to Carlovet.com, if you're in the market for a golf simulator, then I don't get any credit. Uh, Carlovet.com backslash Bart. 
I'm gonna take up golf. Like I've taken up golf. I'm gonna get fucking good at it though. I got all these days to just dick around. I mean, I still gotta work at night and prep for the show, but I can squeeze in an 18. All right. I've got one here from Brett in Tosa. 402-915-2278. 402-915-BART. Here is Brett in Tosa. Hey, Bart. Brent Tosa here. Um, you know, I listened to your, your Tuesday show, and obviously baseball's right around the corner. I'm still hoping the Bucks can turn things around, but um, with baseball around the corner, I'm, you know, I'm getting excited for the Brewers. Um, and obviously my my excitement's still a little less because of the whole council news, and I couldn't agree with you more on Durant um, over council and how he thinks he can get away with this. And I guess my plea to Brewers fans, what I want to do here is, Go out, get your ticket from for Memorial Day. I believe it's May twenty or March, yeah, May twenty seventh. Um, first game back. Get your tickets behind the Cubs dugout. Um, reach out to me on Twitter. I will supply all beer in the parking lot if you're a Bart Winkler uh, show listener. And if you get tickets behind the Cubs dugout, I I love li- I love living in Wisconsin. I love the culture in Wisconsin. I love how friendly everyone is. We have to be able to turn the switch at times. And this, on Memorial Day, is the day where we have to turn the switch. I agree. I don't want to hurt anyone. I don't want to throw things. I don't want... Um, there's a line that we can't cross. But we have to get as close to that line as possible. And I, I've i got four tickets, um, a couple rolls behind the Cubs dugout. I will be there. I want to make this as miserable as possible for that motherfucker. Um, and we cannot forget about it. We can't, you know, I know this happened a long time ago. We can't forget about it. We can't bloom when he gets announced in the first inning and sit on our butt the rest of the game and act like nothing happened. Um, so I've got three months. I don't know where that line is yet. Um, I probably need to watch how much I drink in the parking lot to make sure I don't get arrested. Um, but there's, we've got three months to figure it out. Without crossing that line, I agree with you. Whoever spray painted ass, keep doing it. Um, and let's not let him forget this. So that's all I got. Thanks. And that was a message that Brett sent before the editorial that we started the show with, where somebody from Virginia, um, I'm going to read part of it. It is like, it's the worst written thing I've ever heard in my life or ever read. It's so bad. Just every, every bad writing trope is awful. As a lifelong Brewers fan, I am rooting for the Cubs. There, I said it. But before Brew Crew Nation throws overcooked sausages on my bona fides, rest assured, I'm aware of the line I'm crossing. Those Wrigley folk are a beer garden masquerading as a fan base. So how many how many offensive and lame things? Cooked sausages on my bona fides. Uh, a cheap shot at the Cubs to gain favor. That was dumb. Then he talks about council. I see no rooting. No choice but to take my rooting interest south of the border. I don't mean the sandbag, the sterling record of the Brewers' current and well-meaning owner. Like a pine tree hanging from a rearview mirror, he has cleared the air of a certain used car stench. Some of us weren't sure we'd live long enough to see it. Zing, boom, and most of all, Torero. Man, fuck this guy. I can't even I can't even read the rest of it. 
It's so offensive. Then he lays out ground rules. Whoever wrote this is Marshall Ekblad. He might be uh, outside of uh, outside of war crimes. He might be the worst human ever. Oh wow! Senior director of media relations at the University of Virginia. Oh, he's not even old. I shouldn't be doing this. I'm on his LinkedIn. Maybe I should get him on the show. See what the hell he's thinking. He's a young guy. Kind of looks like me. Well, he got he got to be published in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. What a hero. What a hero. All right. Anyway, uh, another voicemail for you. And that will be from Dan in Grafton. Dan. Hey, Bart. Hope you're doing well. Hey, Dan. Um, and just got to get this off my chest. Sorry if it's, uh, you can't really hear me all that well. I'm outside on my AirPods, uh, walking my dog. I live right next to the freeway, so it's kind of loud. But if you can hear this, hopefully you can hear this. Hopefully we can play this. Uh, but I'm listening to your, to your show right now, your Tuesday show. And uh, I think someone commented saying 35 and 21, not good enough. Well, we're the third seed, first of all. Second of all, we have Dane freaking Lillard. Who would have thought, you know, like seven years ago that the Bucks would have, well, two superstars paired with, you know, an all, a three-time all-star, Chris Middleton, paired with the all-time leading scorer in net history, Chris Lopez. And other players who are coming here wanting to play for the Bucks, not just like uh, you know traded or added because they you know they had nowhere else to go, like a JJ Redick. Um, and yeah, Jordan's team and playing really well. I, people are just need to be humble. I, I, that's all I gotta say. People need to be humble about the Bucks. Think about like seven, eight years ago when. Yeah, like, we were winning some games and everything. We were making the playoffs, but, I mean, it was we were just happy enough to make the playoffs. And now, like, oh, if we don't win the finals, it's the whole ordeal. People are going to cry about it. Uh, I mean, we have, we, we have got it for a long time. We have Danes for the next four years. I don't think there's anything to worry about. I don't know why people are bitching about this. And, yes, I've tweeted out right after the Memphis game that I was really upset, but that's just how I react to things. And I wish it wasn't like that, but that's just how I react, I guess. And I got to stop. I got to I gotta look at the big picture. And I think that's what you're doing. That's what I want to do. That's what a lot of these Bucks fans need to do because people, yeah, people just need to be humble about what we have. And let's just ride it out and see what, uh, what happens in the playoffs. It's uh, okay to be upset when the Bucks do something to upset you. I can't gatekeep on that, but the way we react. It's like sometimes uh, when I get cut off or if there's something that happens to me in traffic, it's okay to be like, ah, what the fuck, man? 
But instead, I honk, I swerve, I pretend like I'm devastated. My reaction to a near accident almost causes a new accident. So I'll take my own advice, but we got to relax. But I've preached that enough. Uh, here's Hot Take Jake. Hey, Marty. It's your boy, Hot Take Jake. I'm going to try to talk to you. I miss the show, man. I uh, I don't know. This must be what it's like when two parents get divorced, but it's on good terms. And, you know, they're sharing custody of the kids. And they just kind of see each other every now and then. And, you know, you knew it was the right call and you're happy for the other person. But it's like, ah, oh, you just miss the old times sometimes. But I had to call to comment on it. Your outrage about this supposed outrage about the Bucks, and I also had to comment on your John McLaughlin impression. Um, McLaughlin, that, that was very much Shaggy from Scooby Doo. I don't know what you're going for there, but you got to add in like you're out of breath, like you just woke up from a nightmare or something. So like that, so it's like, okay, Jim, here we go, just a couple quick stops, couple quick bastards. So you got like a little bit. <laughs> that was like, that was Yogi Bear. Like, John McLaughlin and Shaggy, but I digress. Um, Bart, I love how positive you like to stay. Now, I don't know if you truly are this positive or if this is like a defense mechanism. I'm thinking it's more of the latter. But you can't be mad at Bucks fans for, uh, you know, you say making a big deal out of things when you, you, you mention it yourself. You got to put context behind these things. So maybe if Dame, like, says he's just my top five, you put Bam in there and not Giannis, that's one thing. But contextually, this is the guy that sat around and moped because all he wanted to do, do was go to the heat, and that was it. Like, he wasn't going to take anything else for an answer. So it feels like oh, you, you say it's not a big deal, but when you add in the fact that since he's been in Milwaukee, he's looked miserable, he hasn't played like his old self, um, you know, you got to take those things into context. So, yes, maybe one thing on the surface isn't the biggest thing. When you add it all in, on top of the fact that we're paying three head coaches, one of which can't keep his dumb fucking mouth shut to save his life and keeps making things worse and worse on himself and on the team and the expectations. Like, what do you expect? I don't know, man. Just, I wish I could just ignore these things. And the other thing I wanted to say is, yes, like, maybe some people are freaked out or, like, really mad. I'm more bummed out than anything because this was supposed to be, like, the greatest buck season ever. And nothing has worked so far other than their talent has carried them to some wins. But it feels more and more to me like the Anthony Mason Bucks, where you have these expectations and this is it. And you just kind of see it and you're hoping it's not the case. But little by little, this thing is falling apart. So I don't know. I hope I'm wrong, but just doesn't feel like our year. But don't be mad at people for noticing the obvious. I almost feel like. There's more people mad about other people being mad than the actual shitty years. Not this time. No. I don't know. Uh, you got cut off from the three minutes. But good voicemail um, from Jake. I Here's what I'll say with the Bucks. I might react the same way that everybody else reacts. I might do that. I might freak out. I might I might crumble. I save it for the playoffs. I, I just, They're going to make the regular season. Nobody nobody is even complaining about the one or two seed. You're not even complaining about that. You don't care. You just care about how it looks and how it's going to make you feel because you don't think they're going to be able to flip a switch. 
or whatever. And maybe they won't, but there's still two months before the playoffs. They're 35 and 21. They played some games. You know, we all talk about that Memphis game. Nobody talks. Not Bucks fans don't even talk. They kick the shit out of Denver. No one cares. It's a good basketball team. Uh, they still have to figure out how to best utilize everybody. Middleton's been hurt. It's a big part of that. And uh, and the coaching has been weird. And uh, we'll see. I, I'll judge him in the postseason. And even in the postseason, remember the year they won? How many of you thought it was over? Two down to the Nets. And you cry, cry, cry. How many of you thought it was over? Two down to the Suns. Wah, wah, wah. You've got to watch the movie first before you have an opinion on the movie. You got to watch the story. You got to read the book first. Oh, I don't get what's going on here. Did you finish it? No. Maybe in the end, it all pays off. It all works out. There is a rush. There is the Bucks fans have such a desire not to be heartbroken that you break your own heart instead. And it's weird. And with that, I bid you adieu. The show's still here. We're cranking out two a week, Jake. I know we're not on after the games, but Sparky is a lot. Ron and Drew are a lot. Uh, Justin Garcia on the radio. So there is good Bucks conversation. I'm on the air. Call me. Say, did you watch that Bucks game? As a matter of fact, I did. Let's talk. I know it's not the same, but... Let's make it the same. First couple of weeks on the show, I heard from a lot of you guys. I don't hear from you guys as much. I thought we were gonna. I thought we were gonna take over. That together we would all invade. Instead, I'm hearing from jackasses from San Diego telling me how to parent. Yeah, well, comes with the territory, I suppose. Thanks to Grant and Paul. Thanks to those of you that did leave voice messages. Uh, no thanks to Marshall Eckblad. Have a great week, Gend. Bye. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing. But you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.